you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none podcast with me words and my neighbor dje mr dodi fayed on tonight's podcast we are live from our new home studio right here at mosaic dispensary cozily tucked between cock of the walk and guest room records right here on 3703 northwestern avenue and you know what time it is johnny it's major championship week kiowa island lots of money on the line Three picks, me versus you, motherfucker. Hey, how are you? <laughs> me versus you yeah, for a spot right. in the top 50. That's right. <laughs> $11 million up for grabs, whereas this is Percy, bitch. This is Percy. I kind of like this room we're in now, too, huh? <laughs> it's pretty fucking awesome. It's a, little, um, it's a little bit, you know, designed better than your dining room table for this. Yeah, no, and, and that's the thing. We don't have to listen to your goddamn yard crew, you know, out mowing your goddamn yard every, oh, every I, day. I really miss your piece of shit dog <laughs> on some bone <laughs> on my feet. Don't you fucking call her that. Piece of shit coward out of here. <laughs> now that was actually like kind of something that's like, hey, at least we don't have to listen to your yard crew. And then I'm just kind of like, uh, words, uh, hate, words hates my dog. Fuck. Your dog <laughs> likes me more than you. That's just the only problem. That's not true. That's mm -hmm. not true. But your daughter likes me more than the je that's her, her uh, uncle johnson you know, johnson yes no there's only might... one je in your in your daughter's heart that's the joke in our family <laughs> is that wheezy likes johnson more than me wheezy likes everyone more than dad <laughs> words just gets continually shit on you're like the best friend like you're in the friend zone with your sweet daughter oh she just my... like she doesn't realize how much she fucking loves you because you're like you guys hang out all the time and she's just like i mean you fucking suck dad can we not hang out with somebody else like i have to fucking hang out with you every day right <laughs> you said some fucked up shit to your, me on show. Your, your daughter hates you words <laughs> Oh my god I'm triggered Wow hey great to see you man <laughs> Yeah great to see you Good luck beating me in picking this week <laughs> Not So anyways yeah we're here at Mosaic Dispensary In their podcast room It's fucking badass They're gonna probably be having a lot of good gigs coming through here None better than us State of the art equipment Yes, <laughs> which, trust me, took us a while to figure this shit out, but uh, we're here, hopefully. Oh, we got it greased up and ready to go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we can. We're going to record for like an hour and a half, and then all of a sudden we're going to lose all of it. <laughs> Hold on. Here's me knocking on this wooden table. God. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your life. Way to jinx everything. <laughs> Who's going to die next? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, let's just hop right in then. Oh, Lord. Okay, no, I think that we can obviously both just be excited that we have the fucking PGA championship this week at yes. Kiowa to look forward to. Um, and before we do that, obviously we got a lot of great shit to talk about. So starting with what 
You wanna? You played some golf this weekend. You played well. Your game is kind of sharp right now. Ish. 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 Hey, I will say I'm playing in a one-day member guest tomorrow, weather permitting, at Twin Hills with one of our our loyal listeners, Caldwell, and. Uh, I was like, hey, dude, I don't need to be logging the score that I threw down yesterday because I will drop. I'm, <laughs> I'm going in at point, uh, point 0.5. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not letting that go. I, that should be rounding up to one. I'm not giving that shot away. I can just see your sister airing all your dirty laundry in front of, like, the entire twin deal. Like, Jay, you didn't fucking log that score. And this will make my sister super pissed. It's a good thing. It's a two-man scramble. She gets, <laughs> uh, she gets fucking pissed about that kind of stuff, dude. Dude, you are... <laughs> scorched earth today holy <laughs> shit hey i know why so speaking of this fucking beautiful dispensary mosaic they sell a product here called 1906 i took the genius pill about an hour ago and i feel like i'm on crack <laughs> my third eye as you like to say is open what is that product here they have that's like spanish fly i don't know they got something like that, and I took it, and I'm, I'm horny <laughs> for golf right now. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're horny sitting in a fucking room with just me? Jesus. Yeah. Only thing that make you hornier would be if Tommy Morrison, the uh, 15-year-old kid from Texas, was see, in here. See, I don't know why you do that. It's just dumb. It's just shit that we got to edit. No, no, we edited everything else, but people just won't get that. No. So, um, yeah, words. Uh, 1906 Genius is awesome. Um, you can also get chill. You can get love, midnight. Love. It, it's all good shit. It's like THC pills. They're all kind of broken down THC, CBD. but uh, They do work as suppositories, though, if you want to. Enemas, <laughs> right words? Yeah. No, uh, last night I took one that was called Midnight. And <laughs> I lean over to Maggie. I go, hey, would you pass me a nightmare, please? <laughs> she was like, what? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean midnight. Welcome to my Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> she woke up in the middle of the night, and I'm like exorcist in the corner of the room. <laughs> that didn't really happen, but they work. They work. And you can get them right here, by the way. Hey, you sound smart. <laughs> sound smart or sound, sound just wired as fuck. It's a clean alternative to Ritalin and Adderall, man. I like it. Um, so yeah, no, I think you're tuned in. <laughs> Good. Um, so you won a bunch of money this weekend. I did. How'd that treat you? <laughs> Terribly. <laughs> no. I told you I hey, immediately, more money, more problems. <laughs> I, exactly. I immediately went to a local watering hole with a couple of the guys I played with felt bad for one of them. Smokehouse. I took a lot of his money. I ended up, you know, Hey, listen, Hey, uh, smokehouse. Hey, let me get you that scotch. You drink, son of a bitch. <laughs> drinks on, drinks on me guys. And then I like that was stop number one. <laughs> I immediately blacked out. I didn't black out, but like not there. I'm driving home to my house. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a ride to my house, and uh, <laughs> I end up calling our boy Spence, who lives on the way home. And I'm like, "Yo, dude, I'm driving by your crib. What's going on?" And he's like, "Man, I'm actually at Bin 73, another bar." So I'm like, "Well, fuck, dude, I'm right outside." I pull right in there, and I sit down with his him, his wife, another friend of ours, Rob, and his wife. Hey, I'm rich. What am I buying you guys? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Nonchalantly, I don't remember. I actually don't really fully remember this, but I think that I they were well into their happy hour, and then I volunteered to pay for that too. So what I won at the golf course, I spent pretty much half of it before <laughs> I even got home from the golf course. And then my wife's like, oh, great. You won some money. Did you save any for me? And I was like, ah, uh, no. Nah. No, Tuts. 
No, no. I fucking earned that. What'd you do? You didn't birdie 18, did you? You didn't birdie 16 and 18 with your back against the wall. Sorry, Jewel. Bitch. <laughs> Just kidding, Jewel. You don't listen anyway. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where I Would you wake it. up and send out three Venmo requests? Like, hey, you know that was just a joke. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slip me that 20 bucks <laughs> when you get a chance. Yeah, it's like I was going to pick up the drinks until I realized you guys were drinking, like, fucking Johnny Walker and shit like that. You know, no, it was, it was, it was all good fun. I don't regret it. Except for I kind of do. <laughs> I, I regret nothing except buying all that I shit. I would have liked to add a little bit of cash to my you, Scotland You don't fund. regret the winning of the money. Though. No, I don't. Oh, good. I don't. Good. Yeah, you are sounding real smart. Yeah. Um, so what about you, Words? Uh, oh, uh, fucking nothing. I mean, you know. But the back is good. You're back in the competitive golf oh, starting yeah. this weekend, which yeah. is great. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm going up against the club champion. First round draw, first round draw in the uh, match play championship. So I could, I'm looking straight down the barrel of a nice little ten and nine. (laughs) No, no, no. I I like your chances, words. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, sure, huh? Sure, kid. Um, No, it'll be fun. It's always fun playing with Klausi. Yep. Um, So I know. Were we gonna dive into who died this week or? I wanted to uh, say a yeah. quick thing about a guy that I talked shit about last week. Big time shit. Angus Flanagan um, actually is number nine on the PGA Tour U standings. Mm. So shout out to Angus because he'll be on the Corn Ferry next year if he can just hang on to that number nine spot, even though he's 5'2 and ugly as fuck. Oh my God. We got to get him on the show and be like, <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to shout out, even though I talked yeah. to him. He's shit. like one small step away from like accomplishing what, like, Point one percent or point one percent try to do, but no, you're cool too. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a podcast that like fifty people <laughs> listen to. Hey, one hundred and fifty, bitch. There you go. Um, okay, how to lead into this one? We are uh, we're constantly sending Je shit for the show, and certain times something really resonates with the kid. And uh, I guess this one did. I sent him a <laughs> a baptism video and just kind of said, "Do you want to do this for the show?" And, uh, no, what you said was you should become a born again Christian and get baptized for the show. Yeah, and then that's when I said, or I just fucking fake it, like I fake like I'm a Christian. I go to, <laughs> I go to Sunday school for a long time, all the way up to leading up to like, yeah, sure, I'd like to accept Jesus. Sure, I'd baptize me this weekend. And then it's like three. It's like we want to welcome this guy. You know, he's 35 years old. He, he recently found Jesus, and it's been such an uplifting story, such an inspiration to our, our <laughs> what do you call a church following? Uh, congregation. Congrega- such an inspiration to our congregation <laughs> yeah. here. And so it's like Sunday, you know, I'm wearing like the fucking blue T-shirt that they give everybody in their fucking pool there. Yeah, this is like a mega church. <laughs> they were moving people through there like a fucking herd of cattle. And so it's like, John, do you take, you know, and I go through the whole process. And then as soon as I come out from under the water, I'm like, <laughs> I tricked everyone here. <laughs> like, now Satan and I will take over the world. <laughs> and everyone just like, ah, no, <laughs> no, no. Who is this Puerto Rican with the mustache? No. You can make a mo- <laughs> you can make a movie out of this. It's like it's like whenever Sa- uh, Saddam Hussein uh, had a gay relationship with Satan in uh, South Park, the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm going with this. So I get baptized, and then all of a sudden, me and Satan take over the world. Oh, I thought you were, were going to say you get up and fuck the preacher. <laughs> no, uh, Jesus words. Oh, that's <laughs> too far. Yeah, that's way too far, dude. Wow. <laughs> 
No, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think what I was texting you was actually after my round Saturday when I'd gotten home from all the, the bars and like I kept typing and then I think I ended it with like, yeah, J.E. quit hole and none to move to Hollywood to become an actor. <laughs> <laughs> so come on down to Mosaic Dispensary whenever you can and uh, we'll baptize you with the dankest weed of all time. Fuck yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was that was not exactly my the highlight of my weekend, <laughs> mocking religion big time. Yeah, I guess I did send you that when you were in the middle of that blackout bender. So that's why it really resonated with you. Okay, well, moving on quickly um, <laughs> <laughs> to our segment that just won't die. It is who died this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it I- continues to roll on. Stephen Brown, aka Domino's, notified us that Spencer Silver, inventor of the Post-it note. He fucking kicked the bucket. He's gone. <laughs> oh, God, no. How much money if, do you think he made, by the way? Oh, uh, just a depressing amount. So if you could invent one ubiquitous product, what would it be, Johnny? Well, b- before you even say that, he failed. He was trying to develop an adhesive for aircraft, and that's what he f- used to fucking do. Oh, the... like aircraft windows? Nice. Yeah, and, and so essentially he fucked up. So it wasn't even like he was that good, and I'm sure he got super rich. So, yeah. um, Okay. He started off with Wiley Post Airplane, and then he quickly moved on to just paper. <laughs> All right. So if I could invent, you know, just a random thing, what I decided that I was going to invent was the vape. Both, like, the patent for the vape. So not only am I going to get, um, you know, you, the jewel, so I'm going to get a bunch of fucking underage, like 10, <laughs> 10 to 15-year-olds to 25-year-olds hooked on tobacco and mm-hmm. vaping all the time. Fuck up their lives. But then I'm going to get guys like you and me, you know, anyone between the ages of 25 to 60 hooked on weed vapes. Yeah. To where literally, you know, it's pretty easy to sit there and puff a fucking vape about 50 times. I even, oh, smoked, really? a ju- I even <laughs> smoked a jewel when we went to fucking uh, Tahoe. Church? <laughs> when we went to Tahoe, me, uh, Blovey, Spencer, and uh, Brooks, the goat. Um, it was funny because Brooks had a, he came with like six jewels. He's like, here, bud, just take this one, man. Puff on all weekend. It's yours. I smoked a whole jewel over a three-day weekend, and basically <laughs> my throat <laughs> hated me for about three weeks. So, um, yeah, I'd invent the vape. You want to invent that? <laughs> yeah. And I'd, cool. it, I'd basically be rich as hell, and I'd be responsible for killing millions of people. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. I mean, I'd the take being rich. Earth episode <laughs> rolls on. Uh, yeah, a thousand bucks for every one I kill. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Oh, my God. The Rainmaker. Man, I don't know what I would want to invent. I honestly, I would just like, I, I want to win like this league and be known as, yeah, he won the league or like a DraftKings million. They're like, oh my God, he's like a professional gambler. He can't miss on picks. Like, I would rather have that than like cure cancer and be known for that. But I'm a humble guy. Like, I don't need like all the accolades. Like, oh, he cured cancer. It's like, no, he's just like a hell of a gambler. I, I got it. I got it. You do that and then you die the next day. Mm-hmm. And then you go down as a legend. Oh. You don't even get. Oh, I guess then oh, you wait, wouldn't get to yeah. enjoy it. Where's the money though? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I get it. I'm like, oh yeah. Did you hear words died? Unfortunately, but it was a good pick. My fucking kid that doesn't like me gets the money. <laughs> I'll split it. I'll split it with your wife and kids. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I get seventy five percent. They get twenty five. <laughs> that's when Je tore down the fence between our two homes. <laughs> that's when I moved in with your family. <laughs> Words dies. I move right in. <laughs> hey, this little smoking patio is awesome. <laughs> Why didn't words ever have me back here? 
Oh my God. That could go a lot of different ways. I'm just going to let that die. Uh, just like Paul Mooney. Cause he also died this week. You know, the Paul Mooney on movies from Dave Chappelle. Yes. Uh, comedian writer for like Richard Pryor Chappelle show. He died today. Yeah. RIP. RIP. <laughs> so, He's a funny son of a bitch. He was. A lot of the jokes that he said on the Chappelle show in the early 2000s, I love quoting, but I, today in today's culture, I can't even quote them anymore. Oh yeah, you just made a joke about getting baptized and fucking hey, spitting in the face of all Christianity. Religion is fine to joke about. You cannot joke about racism anymore, especially if you're if you're like me and not. Well, I called you Puerto Rican. <laughs> okay, so I'll say it. <laughs> there was the joke, and I'm not going to say it, but I will bre- abbreviate it. But it was like, man, what are we doing in Hollywood these days? You got Brad Pitt as the Mexican. <laughs> you, you got. You got uh, yeah, he ends it with. Uh, <laughs> you got Tom oh, Cruise thanks. as the last samurai. I got an idea for a movie. We will call it the last in in a you know the N word with yeah. an A on Earth, starring Tom Hanks. He's like, what the fuck's going on right now? You know? Yes. So that was my favorite Mooney on movie joke. Yeah. And the barber shop. <laughs> the lady's like, the barber shop is a colorful cast of characters. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a front, right? They push drugs through barber shops. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Paul Mooney. Yes, R.I.P. Um, holy shit, John. What else? Is that it? That, I think Good that's God. it, man. Let's get to the fucking Byron and head to Kiwa. Fuck. Whew. Let's get to the Byron quick. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, Cageley, you won. Congratulations. Hey, I will say, and I'm not taking any credit because I didn't pick him, but K.H. Lee, I've been on the K.H. Lee train since he burst onto the scene back in Phoenix. And he's, he's been, he's, I think I told you this, he is the new trendy South Korean. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd take him over Sung J.M. any day of the week. Wow. How about that? Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> no, but you know he he uh, he finished second in Phoenix, and then he fucking sixty five sixty five start at the Byron and never looked back. It wasn't even close. Three shot win. It was such a fucking weird golf course, also because you had to put up just these crazy like corn fairy numbers. That I mean, honestly, some of the best guys in the world are just like, oh, I, I just I I can't do that many birdies. I need the course to be a little harder. Um, so it was kind of a, a whack venue. Well, I think that first day or two, even they were doing lift clean in place. And when and you, I, let, you didn't say it was in fucking Dallas, did you? No, no, no I didn't. It's I just said McKinney. Byron. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. Yeah, Dane would be fucking pissed if we said, "Dude, I'll kick your ass through for him." <laughs> yeah, and that's why Spieth didn't win either. Yeah, Spieth was like, "I can't fucking win a McKinney." <laughs> yeah. And that same with Zalatoris. He's like, "Man, Plano is way better than McKinney." <laughs> Not Plano sucks. Um, but but um, KH Lee seriously 67 66 on the weekend after the the pairs of 65 to start it out so um, finishes 25 under Sam Burns was the only guy that kind of had a chance on Sunday at 22 so Sam Burns keeping up his fucking amazing season so far um, other than that it wasn't there wasn't too much going on I think Sam Burns could kind of be a trendy pick this week and I almost feel like more people may take him because he didn't win last week. It's like, if you won last week, it's like, oh, he's not going to win three fucking weeks in a row. But I think he could, you know, someone could take a flyer on him. Oh, he's, he's oh playing like hot. someone like you, words? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> sick fuck. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I tell you what, Thursday, I had a very, very rough Thursday and Friday. And, <laughs> and, and you know why. This Thir- is rare. Thursday I come out and, you know, at famously I, I told you I swapped Bryson for Jordan. And Jordan fucking goes low as fuck 
I was suicidal all fucking day, only to wake up Friday morning. And who has the outright lead when I'm when I'm it's ten thirty in the morning? My guy, Wyndham Clark, has the outright lead in the fucking tournament. And I am literally considering I don't know, blowing my brains out. <laughs> This is after the <laughs> night you bought everyone drinks and stuff. No, no, no. This was Friday. He had the he had the outright lead Friday because his weekend was not good. So, it, I swapped him for Taylor Gooch and go figure. They both end up tying T thirty nine and only win like thirty thousand dollars. So it doesn't even fucking matter. But when Wyndham Clark was going super low, shoots like thirty one on the front nine Friday, I was beside myself because he was my alternate. And I I picked him over. I picked Gooch over him, and so um, I did like that people got to see what I see every time. And especially that he hit a hole in one in his practice round yesterday at Kiwa on 17, probably the hardest fucking hole on the course, maybe. But uh, yeah, he ended. That's yeah, like playing 230. He hit like a four, four iron or five, four iron that didn't leave the pin apparently. But yeah, uh, I was just pretty pissed off because I, I was like, oh my god, this is when Wyndham wins, and I'm gonna miss it. God damn it! Um, but then he lost, and you got happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks for exposing me there, dude. Um, <laughs> no, you're not selfish. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I other than that, you know, it, another one of my boys that didn't make my list, unfortunately, Doc Redman had a top 10, so that was another shining star there. Yeah, I was kind of kicking myself for leaving him off of DraftKings lineup, but I did have Wyndham in one, so that was good. Yeah. Um, words, as far as our picks go, I mean, like you said, uh, it was it was a shitty uh, tournament. We I don't need to talk anymore. And I was riding thoroughbreds. Congrats, KH Lee, but uh, we don't really need to get into it much. The only other thing that was a, sh- a bright spot, Daniel Berger played fucking great, finishes with a backdoor top five. Um, Berger's ne- awesome. Neither one of us were on him, but uh, words, my guys, ugh. I had uh, Will Zalatoris, or you had Will Zalatoris, who ended up finishing the best out of anybody. He ended up, uh, let's see, he was T17. Um, other than that, you had John Rahm, T34. Um, as I mentioned, Taylor Gooch was my guy at T39. Um, other than that, my next guy, Bryson DeChambeau, big swing, big miss for me. He actually had a pretty shitty Saturday and Sunday, T55 for a measly 18 grand. Um, who was your third guy, Words? Rombo. I don't fucking know, man. Uh, I, I was, oh, I was Hideki. Onward, Hideki. Onward and upward. Oh, yeah. We Hideki. were all there. Hideki. Hideki was tied with Taylor Gooch as well there. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was Masters, just shitty. Masters winner. He was a little a little hungover from all the Tokyo reporting. I, I was a little hungover. Um, I don't even remember my third pick, but it's really not worth even mentioning because I know he missed the cut. So, uh, oh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I mean, what course was he playing? 72-70, you know. Really good there. I mean, fuck, I could have done that, I think. Yeah, I'm going to beat Matt Fitzpatrick in golf. <laughs> I mean, he was one of the best Englishmen going, and now it's like, whoa. Yeah, if you go back. Carry that over? You go back and review my reasons for picking him. I'm like, he's one of the hottest, most underrated guys. Eight of his last nine starts are top 15s, and then Looks he Looks like Feifel Mouskowitz. <laughs> he's the man. So anyways, um, that's all we should say about that words. Our picking was so fucking bad, it, it was not even funny. Um, I finished 104th. I was just 10,000 above the three-way <laughs> tie for 105th. Um, so I beat, I beat three people and then the handful of guys that didn't pick. Um, you laugh, but you weren't that much further ahead. T66, 192,000 for you words. You got me by 150K. 
So you did narrow the lead. Inch by inch. Um, <clears throat> as far as the good pickers, you know, none better this week than Jordan Blackburn, who was already in the, the top five. He finished with $1.29 million. He had Berger, Burns, and Scheffler. Uh, in second place, though, Smokehouse Jr., a guy who gave me a call today, Jordan Cook. He's sitting at the Broadmoor pool. I didn't realize he was FaceTiming me until I hung up the phone. Um, he finished second. Billy Payne. I hope you weren't doing any weird shit. Yeah, shows. I was jerking off in my car. Um, <laughs> Billy Payne and the rescue squad, along with Patrick Gilbert, there at number three. Wait, are they still a team? I think they're a team. Who knows? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Two way tie for Congrats. fourth. Congrats. Good picking. Good yeah. Two way tie for fourth. Keegan Grooms is back in the top five after getting the win a few weeks ago. He was tied with your boy, Walker Milligan, the Beta Soy Boys. Yes. Um, Sixth place, the Van Buren boys, which is my guy Andrew Ward, the Colonial member that was in the background of a picture that was tweeted by the PGA Tour last year at Colonial. <laughs> Every time <laughs> he's in the top ten, yes, you say that exact Remember? little same blip. Well, it was funny. Remember that story I told? That yeah, because Eddie Eddie took a picture. He's like, this guy knows what he's doing with his high crown. I'm like, dude, I know that motherfucker. Eddie, he's in our league. I know him. <laughs> uh, hey, number seven, a familiar face, and one of my good friends, El Chapo, Sam Swanson at number seven. Um, hey, uh, perhaps another familiar face and a guy that's going to be on the show later, Mitch's cousin, T8, Reed Colley. Ow! And uh, rounding out the top, uh, actually tied with Jansen's Chili Peppers, Elizabeth uh, Elizabeth Roberts. I almost called her by uh, <laughs> a different name. <laughs> Elizabeth Guerin was her maiden name, but Elizabeth Roberts, C. Rob's wife. She's just there. murdering her husband this season, which is a, a sight a sight we like I don't to think see. she is, man, because no. <laughs> she's oh. in 107th oh, now. Oh, man. Ooh. But the guy that... Uh, she's had a couple top 10s, at least. The guy that rounds out the top 10, though, is Pollo Loco. Uh, he finished uh, 10th, and he's now moved to 109th place. So, congratulations, guys. Wrong again, words. Um, words, as I mentioned, you and I did not have a great week. You were much better than me. Um I moved down three spots to number 52, while you moved down three spots also to number 60. Um, as far as the overall top 10, though, and that's the guys that actually pick well and like us, uh, Nathan Wilson's still number one, but he's only got a lead by 316,000 because Jordan Blackburn won last week. Jordan moves up two spots from number four to number two. Down one, two-shot par. Edward Haru is number three. Keegan's bestie, Matt Stonecipher. I'm still giving him shit for when he missed his picks a few weeks ago after the Masters. Number five, J.D. Dunford. Up one spot, market eight dude, Trevor Randall. Again, amazing story. He's been in the top ten all year. Billy Baru missed his picks. He went to number uh, seven. Up one spot, just give me one more Chez, Austin Salamone. Up another one spot, my guy from Dallas, Sean Cates, Lebowski's Achiever. And number 10, down two spots, Travis Risser, a.k.a. Ginger Jesus. So, words, uh, pretty Percy week to catch up. That's right. I'm going to go one, two, three, make $4 million, and jump into the top 20. How about that? Cool. <laughs> there is no God there if I don't. No, <laughs> no, I thought you were like, hell, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> you really are a sicko. I know. Um, all right, words. So, uh, Kiwa. What, Kiwa Island? I mean. Ooh, Pete Dye. Apparently, you can ride bikes all over the fucking island. It's pretty cool. That is cool. I bet the rental houses. Did you see Helen's stories? <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Lee Westy 
you know, Lee West is bitch. <laughs> no, yeah. So words, I, I send you the picture. <laughs> I send you the picture of Lee or of Helen's story where she's posted about how the blinds won't shut in their rental home. Which, first of all, their rental home looked like a piece of shit. They didn't have any blinds. They, they were like, they, they don't took the blinds. So they pulled the ultimate frat move and went and just got the black sex sheets, right? <laughs> yeah. They're just going to be fucking all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just like, oh, they're going to do it. <laughs> this way we can fuck when we get home. Like, oh, mind the biscuits. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy my son's not in the bag this week. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's much rather, you know, much enjoying the uh, company over that little bastard. Yeah. God, I mean, how could you want your son on the bag over Helen's story? <laughs> Aztec queen. God, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, literally. Nothing but a week of fucking and golf, right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, my egg. <laughs> Is Greg Norman joining us? Come on, lads. <laughs> Westy, Westy, Westy. Westy, Greg Norman, and Helen's story. <laughs> Greg Norman. Westy needed that fucking, that big dick of Greg's uh, yeah. to come fill some of the void, Look huh? Look at this hammerhead shark here. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I <laughs> Reed's going to ask us not to come fill it. Like, Dude, you guys can't use that booth. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our dispensary got shut down because of you two. <laughs> said sorry, bro. Uh, so, crazy story that I actually saw, too, about the, the golf course. Uh, not not some of the fucking rental houses and who, who let's see, DJ's probably got in his house. Who knows? <laughs> fucking Brooks probably got weird shit going on over there, too. Um, but... The course is officially going to play as the longest course ever in major major championship history, which they won't play it at the length, but it's being advertised as just over 7,800 yards. And a lot of the guys are saying you will not, not find a golf course harder than this in the entire country. So pretty pretty high so, regard. Sounds like a Pete Dye track. So, sounds like they're going to fucking torch the place. Yeah. 20 under. No, I'm just it. joking. Oh, I thought you meant like torture because they're so pissed off. Oh, set up. No, I meant like some. It's like no, they, there's no way these guys can go that low. It's gonna be single digits, and then they shoot like thirty under. Well, I mean, when when Rory won here, what was it nine years ago? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a short course then. It just had a little rain, and the weather was a little benign. Yeah, and so he just kind of did his deal and bombed it all over the place. Uh, yeah, he, he his winning score I think was 12, 13 under. I think it was thirteen, and like the next guy was five. Yeah, he was eight eight shots clear of the field. That's decent. Oh, so I know I brought this up a couple weeks ago. This is the 30th anniversary of John Daly's win at Crooked Sticks. So shout out to JD yet again. Yes, um, we love you. He's in the field this week. He is. Um, words, yeah. It was Golf Digest declared the ocean course the most difficult course in the country. So pretty, pretty high regards there. And it's 78-76 is the yardage. Million. The yardage. May as well be. Um, so yeah, words. It's going to be a battle of attrition, a lot of grinding. Um, as we mentioned, there, there's a lot of holes. I think it's like five through fucking 14 are all supposedly going to be into the wind, but they've had some weird wind this week. Um, but it's looking like pretty good weather other than potentially gusty at times. So, it's so I listened a- to one, one of the pros who was kind of going over, uh, the, the course and, you know, he went over the, uh, the 2012 scorecard a lot and it was funny in the top 10, you had a kind of a bunch of short knot guys. Um, who wouldn't typically you'd think be at the top of this course. So he thinks that driving accuracy is going to play maybe a bigger factor than driving distance, especially if the wind is whipping around in there and you need someone who can hit some long irons into the greens. He said the greens, they're, they're not going to be like crazy Shinnecock U.S. Open fast, and they're not like crazy undulation that you'd think with Pete Dye because they're on the coast. Um, but, yeah, and if 
you don't hate greens, you need to be have some up and down game. Big for time. sure, for sure. And I think that that kind of calls for the same type of player. And, you know, between you and I, I think that it's kind of – I'm holding my breath a little bit, thinking we might be on some of the same guys, which we always are. But literally over the last few weeks we haven't been, which has been refreshing. But uh, I think you and I kind of have the same idea as far as who we think might be good picks. Well, so. I think you're dead wrong. So – I think we got probably got one guy. So should we uh, – Go over the featured picks and bring in our goat. Let's bring in the goat. Okay. All right. So bringing in at the at the Mosaic Dispensary, we are bringing in the owner of Resonant Cultivation and Mosaic Dispensary, the goat. He's got a great team behind it too. Reed Colley. Reed, how you doing? We're great. Happy <laughs> to be here. It's uh, it's nice to finally get this spot open and cranking. Uh, the Resonant team and Mosaic Squad have been a Huge uh, fan of Hole and None yes. for a while. So we thank it, you. You know, Chauncey wears his uh, man with a golden nose shirt around and uh, <laughs> like waters the plants, with, uh, you know, listening to it. So um, we're happy to be here. Doing Fuck good. yes. And it, this is great because, you know, you had told us a long time before you built this place that you were going to build a podcast room. And I got to think, like, there's going to be a lot of acts that come through here, but. This is the house that Hole and None built. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> I was going to say, don't try to blow it. For, I'm not trying to like, Jay, know, get the fuck you, out of here. It might I, not be here without the chi in it. Right? I told, yeah, exactly. That's way back. I told every single person I know that uh, you built this especially for us. So this is our like, deal. But you can have other people use it, though. Yeah, and trap a little weed out of here, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, if you come in between the hours of like 3.30 and 6.30, like, just knock on the podcast door and me and words will sell you weed for like five bucks <laughs> no, just, just joking i'm joking just kidding you're gonna get this fucking place shut down johnny uh no i'm not uh so reed i mean you listen to the show enough well actually before we even get to that uh tell us real quick like when did you have this vision for resonant cult and when did you have the vision for mosaic as far as just getting into the game you guys are fucking making the best weed anywhere in the state anywhere in the country in my opinion what, what made you kind of know that this was the path you were going to take? Yeah, I mean, we had a good group around Paul's Valley. We're all like Oklahoma boys. And um, I went to school in Colorado, obviously got involved a little bit. Uh, Tommy, uh, the grower, lived out in California. So when we all got back together and, you know, 788 passed, we were all really, you know, pretty shocked that it even passed. So once it came together, it was, like, Holy shit. it was like one of those at the bar type of deals where, you know, Tommy was there and I was like, I know he can do it. You know, it's just like, can we get the squad together? Do we really want to do it? Uh, and that's kind of like how it came together. You know, we were, uh, you know, in a garage, like coming up with a name and, you know, logo and all that fun stuff. So uh, it's really been a fun trip. Like it's, it's, it's great. You know, I loved, uh, I loved yesterday whenever we were talking and, you know, I, I noticed that something said like RC crystal cookies, you know, it was like the strand name and it's like, Oh yeah, and you said somebody was like, Oh yeah, that's cool that you did that. Re Reed Collie, you know, da da da. And you're like, no, that's not why I did. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> We've kind of joked about it that the the name and the logo, like to this point, has been one of the toughest decisions because when you've got this many partners, everyone's got to agree on something. Yeah, everybody's got to agree on it. But uh, after that, it's been uh, it's been <laughs> all downhill good. from there. So, yeah, yeah the we're, we're cranking. Very intricate science of growing. Now, nah, backseat to Jesus. What is this logo going to look like? What can we all agree on? Yeah, it always comes down to that. 
That's why I just do shit without talking to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and just so you know, I know words had floated this and maybe a text message, but like about quitting our jobs and coming to work for you. Yeah. I can at least work for you as a sampler. Words isn't even a fucking patient. So like he doesn't really, he, what are you even doing in here, Words? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so I was in there uh, in, in the with the plants this morning, like drinking coffee. And I was just like thinking like, the fact that we're in Oklahoma, like able to produce this, like create jobs for everybody. It's like really a, a cool thing that luckily, you know, the the citizens of Oklahoma like got behind it and passed it. And mm-hmm. now here we are and we're doing a uh, whole and none in our podcast Fuck room yes. legally. Yeah. Slang and weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, this can actually help people. Maybe we shouldn't give a shit and just let them do it. And, um, you know, power to Oklahoma. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up that they did it and we passed it. Well, you got a fucking great thing going on, yes. and we're fucking super pumped. But he, to be we here. should quit our jobs and get him hired. But I think I, I can come <laughs> up with the resonant cultivation jingle. It's just a little bit of the talent that we're gonna leave with resonant cultivation. <laughs> oh, perfect! Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get a little jingle. It's gonna be one of those things that we play on the radio. You can't get it out of your head. It's, it's gonna be like, like the BC Clark. Yeah, <laughs> magic weed. No, it's gonna be like the BC Clark. Hey, come on down to the weed sale. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so give that weed gift is the live gift live that red. <laughs> All right, so uh, before we get too fucking deep into this hole, uh, why don't we just go over the feature groups? Reed's going to give us his picks. This guy's fresh off a of fucking top 10. Top 10. <laughs> which, Finally. I mean, fuck. Uh, shout out. You mentioned Tommy. Great name there. The real AK. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, even but luckily, he, he he's too pick. busy like growing really good weed <laughs> yeah. and not submitting his lineup. So otherwise, you know. Yeah. He so, listens to the show. It's cool. That's right. All right, so uh, featured groups, and, and boy, do we have a fucking lot of them. Um, this week is going to be fucking amazing, and this group is fucking amazing. Uh, the first one has a combined five Wanamaker trophies between the three of them. Rory McIlroy has two, Brooks Kepka has two, and Justin Thomas has one. There's a lot of chalk there. Oh, yeah. Are you on any of that? Words, I am not on anybody in this group. And Rory said it best in his press conference. I think, obviously, Rory is the trendy hot pick. But he said it best, and this is what kind of steered me away. Just because he had success here nine years ago in 2012 when he won doesn't mean that he's going to have it any easier this week than anybody else on the golf course. And Rory said that himself. And for a guy who hadn't won in 18 months to then win two consecutive starts, I'm just not, I'm not sold on it. I do think Rory will be in the top 10, but I stayed away from Rory because I have picked him twice. I burned him, and he burned me right back. <laughs> so I, I stayed off Rory for sure. Let's say you, Rito. Yeah, I'm on JT. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, what this would be his, you know, he's won the PGA Championship once. Yes, yep. loves, um, loves this major. Exactly. He hits the ball well and is a little bit of a, a, a mechanic. So I'm hoping on this course that he can and can get it around. And, you know, I look at Vegas. So, <laughs> like, they're smarter than I am. Yeah, so they, sure. they like JT on this. They are because he hits fairways and he's one of the best long iron players in the world. And he's one of the best chippers in the world also. It's can he figure out that putting. And he's been a little lost of it lately. But as I said, I don't think that these are going to be the – most difficult greens to putt on, so I think he'll be able to figure that out. With Brooksy, I mean, there are two guys who I think, like, when they say, like, oh, I'm getting ready for majors, I think that, like, they take it to a different level, and Brooksy is one of them. Like, he gets fucking honed in and gets his, himself prepared for majors. But I just... Uh, 
you know, he was also on PMT yesterday, and he was posting pictures of himself hitting left-handed, talking about his uh, match he's got coming up with Dave Portnoy. Like, I don't think that's a huge deal. Like, Brooks is, you know, a pro enough to not get let that totally get in the way, but I don't know. And his knee, so I'm steering clear of Brooks. My first time not picking Brooks since Shinnecock. Um, and what else? So I will say this about Brooks. There might not be anybody, uh, besides the guys I picked, there might not be anybody else that I want like to see win more than Brooks. And that's just because people write him off, and when people write him off, he's just the kind of guy who would just turn around and say, fuck you to everybody. But he admitted that he's not... The doctor said he's probably not going to be at 100% for six months. He's playing through pain. Sure, he can get there probably faster than most people as far as 100% is concerned, but I just... I got to see more, especially after having surgery and what he's had one start at the Masters and he could barely fucking bend his knee. I'd love to see it, but I just, I can't go with it. No, he played last week. Oh yeah, that's right. He did. <laughs> well, fuck you. He missed the cut, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to be in fucking McKinney. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think, so you're off that whole I'm group. I'm off huh? the whole group too. So that's not a good sign. Okay. Well, the next group is the three most recent major champions. You've got the defending champion of the PGH championship, Colin Morikawa. He's playing with the U.S. Open champion, Bryson DeChambeau, and they're playing with the most recent Masters champion, your boy, Hideki Matsuyama. I'm on Bryson. Okay. Okay, words. I went girthy. Um, so I kind of went like in three different slots. Like Bryson's my guy. If the weather is benign and you want just an absolute beater of the golf ball, um, I want Bryson. I don't trust him like super close around the greens and chipping and stuff, but he can also get super hot with a putter to where it's like five strokes gained on the field putting. Like a wing foot? Exactly. And so if the weather is, it doesn't look like it's going to be crazy windy. Like it, it had like for the Ryder Cup or um, it was, it wasn't terrible in 13. But um, yeah, I like Bryson. Beater the golf ball. Please get hot with the putter. Well, I think that you and I can both agree, especially oh, in real life, it's a lot easier when you have shorter clubs in on a course like this. And whether or not he hits it, you know, straight, he's going to have an advantage trying to hit stuff out of the rough because he's still going to have the ability to hit a wedge longer and advance it further than anybody else in the field. I'm not on Bryson, Ooh. so that's the good thing. But I did hear him talking. I listened to his presser earlier today. He mentioned that he is not feeling super confident with the putter. He said he feels about 50%. They asked him what he felt at the U.S. Open. He said he felt about 90%. He said that didn't mean he couldn't find something as the round goes on, but the fact that he said that definitely made me feel better about fading him. Fucking fighting, you assholes! <laughs> so, uh, Reed, what do you think? I'm on none of these guys. Yeah. Ooh. Me either. Yeah, Hideki, um, I don't know. Quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, it's no good. It's tough to get your legs under it's you. No Jerking good. off in a penthouse in Tokyo is not going to get him the fucking <laughs> Wanamaker. <laughs> One would think. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the guy want, got the monkey up his back at the Masters. For him to go and win this one, it's just the, the odds of that are very, very long. So no, no reason there. But Colin Morikawa is a guy that is really under the radar. Best iron player maybe in the world. Um he he is under the radar. It's he's that saw putter, and he's won the WGC this year. It's not like he hasn't you know performed this year. Like I said, uh, yeah, I wanted to take him, and I you know it's a good pick, but I did not. 
Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Back like, to back. It's one of those things that you're getting the value with, with him, I think, this week. But, um, yeah, it stayed off everybody in the group, too. So Only, only two back-to-back winners in PGA history, I believe. Well, I mean, Brooks, Brooks, Brooks one of them? Okay. Ooh. Tiger did it twice. Okay. Um, no, that's not true. Nicholas did it twice, too. Yeah, I'm, words, this is where we don't fact check, so <laughs> just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, yeah, anyways. Um, the next featured group, Words, you got the golden child, Jordan Spieth. He's playing with Webb Simpson, and they're pairing him up, him up with his good buddy, the kid, Will Zalatoris. Another, you know, they played together. Jordan and Will played together first two rounds last week. So, um, Words, why don't I just go out there and say it? I'm on Jordan Spieth this week. Um, first time using him all season. I know you've used him three times already, so I'm hoping you're not on him, but we'll see. Eight top 15s in his last nine starts. Um, got the monkey off his back in Texas. Um, I'm not. I made the mistake of not picking him in San Antonio. I fucking hated myself for that, and I'm not gonna fucking feel that way when he gets the career grand slam this weekend. I'm picking Jordan Spieth. I'm on him. Oh God, no. Yeah, and so Spieth was the thinking. If the weather does get really shitty and windy, that no one has more magic around the greens and yeah, around everywhere than Jordan Spieth. And yep. he is the other guy besides Brooks who they're just for some reason really know how to hone in and perform at majors. He's obviously won won his fair share of them. Um, so I've got two major championship winners that I've picked. And uh, yeah, Spieth. Well, um, Reed, join the party. The reason I'm off Spieth is oh. his um, wardrobe outfit. He's obviously <laughs> is taking bad advice from somewhere. So I, I just... Who do you think approved that at Under Armour? That would not have gotten pushed through a resident cult. No, no, <laughs> you need a little more style. Than yeah, that. a lot of more. Yeah, Words had a nice post earlier with that, and it looked like a cross between that bullshit brand that, like, uh, Victor Hovland wears and, uh, like, Affliction, but, like, on the back of the shirt rather than the front. So uh, Yeah, it just seems like they're reaching a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little desperation. Yeah, please buy Under Armour. It was, it was almost enough to scare me off completely. <laughs> it, it did scare me off. <laughs> no, I mean, I... I literally, the only reason why I'm on Jordan Spieth is because I assumed words wouldn't be on him and exactly what words said. I mean, around the greens and getting yourself into trouble and then getting yourself out of it, there's nobody better in the world than Jordan Spieth. Even this Jordan Spieth now that is completely on a resurgence, we said it before, he's back, and there's no better way to say you're back than to fucking get the career grand slam this week. So, And, and cuck Rory in doing so. And, and Will Zaltoris while you're at it. Um, Just because they're in the same. <laughs> I was going to say, did you pick Will Zalatoris? Um, well, I, I mean, fuck, Webb Simpson is a pretty sneaky good pick in this group. Yes, very accurate driver. He just hasn't really been popping this year, um, like he did last year especially. So it was an easy pass. Well, as far as the kid's concerned, we talked about his ball striking. You said Colin Morikawa is the best iron player in the world. Will Zalatoris might have something to say about it. but And probably a better driver. And uh, Yeah, he's a really good pick. How about this stat? His last 33 events, he has 25 top 25s. That's pretty fucking crazy. Not bad for a guy that doesn't have his PGA Tour card. Not bad for the kid. The kid. Um, Alright, well... Um, the next featured group, words, this is another good one. You've got Jean Ram, the Spaniard, the new husband, the new, the new husband and dad. Um, he's playing with Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, oh, Patrick Reed. And, uh, Reed was at least conducting. <laughs> yeah. And Tommy, 
Tommy, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Um, Tommy Fleetwood, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Dude, I think this course does set up really nicely for Fleetwood. Um, he plays really well in kind of like long, linksy style golf course. He plays well in shitty weather. Remember he got, uh, I don't know if it was T2 or outright two at Shinnecock when it was really, the wind was whipping around there and that was a hard ass golf course. He's gotten the second second place in another major too. I think. Yeah. PGA. U.S. Open and then uh, no, it was the Open Championship. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's he he likes playing in big um, big time tournaments too. And this type of track, you know, with only three picks, I just I couldn't do it. I got him. I got him burned in a couple of DraftKings though. But no well, pass. Well, I saw John Rom. They were doing a piece on him on the Golf Channel, and it was like, oh, is this the time the Spaniard's gonna kick in the door? And it does like one of those slow motion montages of him, like they're like breaking the commercial. It's like when we get back, we're gonna talk about John Rom's chances this week. And literally, he hits a drive, and you've got the guy with the flag behind him, and he's like signaling that this ball is way fucking left. Right. And you can see written on John Rom's fucking face how pissed off he is, and then gets another ball from his caddy, and he's just fucking furious. So. I don't know if John Rahm's game is all there. You know I love John God Rahm. damn it! Well, I thought you were going to say that you saw a picture of his wife or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, so he's married. And now other... he's now, back. Yeah, it makes all the sense. It does. Well, it just, he, he didn't exactly look good having a re-tee in his practice round because he hit one in the fucking shit. So. He, lo- he does look a little bloated like he's been drinking a lot of milk lately. Um, Patrick Reed words. I can't tell you how hard it was for me to not pick Patrick Reed. I've got some action. You know, it's major week. I got some money on this thing this week. I got action on Patrick Reed because Patrick Reed is a grinder. He's a guy that will fight for every goddamn shot, and he can get up and down from anywhere. If Patrick Reed wins this week, I might kill myself, but at least I'll have some money before I do it. <laughs> so Yeah, Patrick Reed, I think, could be a winner if that's if that winning score is around, like, seven or eight under, um, you know, playing really hard so he can kind of grind and get a bunch of those up and downs and justine needs to be sweet during the week (laughs) yeah (laughs) justine please well that that was part of it too justine they're playing they're playing the u.s open at tory pines where he's already won this year Uh, Uh, and i've only used i've used him twice already so i couldn't use him at a huge tournament like this duh i'm off (laughs) some my first two picks were very chalky and so i went kind of out of left field on this third one and you know it's it's completely full of regrets right now. Well, we'll save that for once we get through the rest of the featured groups, if that's okay. No, I want to talk <laughs> about it now. No, I'm just kidding. Words literally hates me. I'm just like I'm like that guy at the sleepover that tries to be an asshole to his best friend, so the guy who invited them over thinks he's cool, you know. And then the words is gonna be like, Jay, why were you such a dick yesterday? <laughs> I can already see it in his eyes too. <laughs> I'm just gonna kick your fucking balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, or just my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so the next feature group, and this is kind of a random one. If you guys are on any of these, it's if this might be the guy Words is fucking talking about. Ricky Fowler, who's in on a special exemption, um, he's playing with Adam Scott, who back in 2011 or 12 finished tied for 11th here, and the fucking Pratt, Terrell Hatton, who can grind his way around a lot of courses like this. So um, I could see something from Scott or Hatton, but... Ricky, good luck. Ricky, Buckle up. Ricky is fucking crazy, and I'm looking at Rito because he's Reed's uh, boy. Yeah, but he, for those of you know <laughs> you that know me, I, I, I want to see Ricky win a major, especially the Masters, more than almost anything next to Kevin Durant, like Dying. snapping his Achilles <laughs> again. <laughs> so you know, in these, like I always pick Ricky on like all, but like you know, I, again, the marriage thing. 
Even you, even <laughs> even you can't talk yourself into picking Ricky. Jesus, I know. you must hate his chances. Yeah. It's so crazy about Ricky and Jason Day. Now that we mention it, like who won at Whistling Straits? A Pete Dye course. We haven't gotten to Jay Dills, but neither one of them can putt right now. And they used to be like world class putters, and they are both just fucking lost on the greens. So you're right. Yeah, it's a easy pass right now for uh, kind of the shape of his game. But you know, I'm not a fucking Ricky hater, like, oh, the PGA shouldn't give him a special exemption. Like, no, he can, he's going to bring his people to come watch, so whatever. Better than fucking Phil. <laughs> well, words, you just mentioned two guys in the next featured group because they somehow made the cut, too. Um, Phil is playing with uh, my mate Jason Day and the guy who's captaining Europe's Ryder Cup team, Padre Carrington. Big-time big group here. I'm not on any of them. No, that was a, that was an easy pass, um, especially for Phil. I hope Phil missed the cut. All right, well, that's... and there's also Premier Golf League uh, people, you know, t- talking to all the players and the agents around, and I'm sure Phil is just, you know, fucking. He's like, yeah, hey, you need to meet Hussein. I swear he's a really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a power struggle that, like, I don't think that people realize like America the coolest things we have right now are basically our sports teams and our sports leagues and that that whole deal is a power struggle like completely take that away from America yeah no you're right sorry um (laughs) so that that actually rounds out the featured groups which uh Reed you've announced that you are on uh JT JT who else are you on I'm on Xander okay well you haven't we haven't gotten there yet so you're on Jordan Spieth and Bryson and Bryson and I'm on Jordan Spieth so um, there are some other featured groups that I think are much better than the two that they've fucking railed, railed off there so if you want I can go over those two groups or we can just say who we're on <laughs> okay um, you're on Xander Who's I'm on Xander I mean you know what he did at 16 at the Masters when he had the lead for two seconds for two seconds but when you know one of the best he's players hanging he's around there I'm hoping that you know he's got the game to at some point you know catch a major or two sure um, he's got the skills so I'm on Xander hoping so, that he can manage uh, this golf course I so he's really... actually playing with Lee Westwood and the man from Norway Victor, Victor Hovland dude who I think is such a good pick this week. I did not take. I did not take him, but I was on him all week, and I decided to change. Yeah. Hey, I got a stat. Did you go to Xander? Did you go to Xander in front of him? I like the Xander pick a lot. Um, you know, I had him at the WGC. No, not the WGC. The Waste Management when he also had the lead and kind of just didn't. But I, I feel like he's kind of you know at least I'm. This is me armchair quarterbacking and hoping because I like Xander that he's like learning from kind of from these experiences of like kind of knocking on the door because he hasn't won in a while. But I could definitely see him kind of. Pushing through a golf course like this. So you like the pick? I do. I did well, not. You're not, not. You're not going to like it very much longer because I'm on Xander too. Mm. Um, you know. <laughs> you know why? Because in the last since 2013, most top tens in a major without a win. Number one, <laughs> guess who that is? Your boy Ricky. Number two, Tony, Tony. Finau. Number three is a tie. Kucher. And Xander. And Xander didn't turn pro until 2015. So those guys had a couple extra starts before that. Um, and not to mention, he has eight career top tens in 15 major starts. That's why I'm on Xander. And I think this is the perfect course for a guy like that that can play any fucking shot that he wants to. 
I love Xander's chances this week, and that's why me and Reed are the goat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Collectively goats. Yeah, it's some people pick with stats, and that's really cool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's worked for me this year so far. You got to pick with your gut, goddammit. <laughs> it. Basically, for me, it came down to him and P. Reed, and I went with Xander over P. Reed. So. Yep, that's good picking. Um. So, words, you want to... I like everyone in that group, by the way, especially Vic. I was on Vic for a while, but, you know, I've kind of been, you know, it's there's something to these um, unique lineups, I think. And so I'm for going sure. two chalky and then one kind of out of left field. Okay. And, and he is a South Korean. So we all... Let the, keep it going, words. And it's not Sung Jae-im, who, See. by the way... If if Sung Jae wins, he doesn't have to do his three years of service, which is fucking huge, <laughs> by the way. So you're going with KH Lee, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the guy who has won in a Pete Dye golf course. I'm going with Siwoo Kim. Siwoo, who, who could also get dead last and break six clubs in his bag, but that's just kind of the risk you take. I heard I heard a talking head earlier. It was Jason Sobel on the um, I I think their show is called Betting the Green or something the Green. Um, him and Michael Collins and Siwoo Kim is like 130 to one. And he was like, see, he should be half this. So words, if you're smart, you need to go put yourself like 20 bucks on that. And if you win, it's a big payday. I would tell you, um, another person I wouldn't mind throwing money down is, um, who's not getting any love. And I can't think of his fucking name right now. Well, the save e- it. Cause it might be my pick. No, he's an Englishman. Matt Wallace. Yes. No, that's you why I'm picking Matt Wallace. You are. No, I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> that would have been so cool, but you're okay. Not. So, uh, Reed, you got one more pick. Yeah. So Daniel Berger, my oh yeah, goat, the, the other like you know bachelor that keeps hanging out there. Yeah. That can focus on his game. I think Daniel Berger with the back door third last week. Coming into a, a major, and you know the guy hits the ball pretty good. So Daniel Berger's my guy. Coming off the sixty-four on Sunday, he's got to feel good heading into this tournament. And you say bachelor, we use that loosely because Words has been talking about how hot his girlfriend Tori is since we started this I, show. I can't believe he does concentrate on golf <laughs> at all. Yeah, he it's it's kind of like Helen's story. They got they got some fucking blinds over the Berger household <laughs> this week. I would think, right? No, that's a great pick. I, I love Berger. I love his game, especially coming. Coming in, obviously in in great form. Um, so I fucking like Reed's picks better than mine. Shit. Well, uh, that, that's why he was top ten last week, and I was like sixty. <laughs> okay, so I I think I asked Reed this. My last pick, of course. Um, have you seen the movie Draft Day? Starring <laughs> Kevin Costner. Yeah. So I prepared this. I did this a long time ago because you know I'm famous at talking myself out of things. Uh huh. And words. Last time I did this, it pissed you off. I'm pulling a piece of paper out of my pocket. Oh. It's yeah, Cam Smith. No matter what, <laughs> no matter just what. like Vontae Ma- Vontae Mac. No matter what, I'm going with Cam Smith this week. Uh, a lot of people like Mark Leishman. Just you know, well, he got his win earlier this week. He got his win because, because Cam, Cam Smith played his fucking ass off. Cam Smith has one of the best short games, and he's a great iron player. And for some reason, this course just reminds me of a place. You know. It's just like the coast of Australia, mate. He's just used to it, you know. Coastal city, he's good at playing. I can see him. I can see him holding the Wanamaker Trophy with that mullet flowing in the wind. Gorgeous. And I love it. Uh, Just like 30 years ago when John Daly had his mullet to get the win. I love Cam Smith this week, and I hope this is his week, baby. 
His uh, his driving stats are a little scary because he can get a little wayward with that. But I fucking took Spieth, so what? Are we doing <laughs> I would rather see a mullet than Spieth's outfits. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. That's right. why I'm rooting for Siwoo Kim. <laughs> I, I love. Yeah, I love it. Uh, so words, you are on Siwoo Kim, Bryson DeChambeau, and Jordan Spieth. Yes. Reed, you are on JT G- Xander. And Burger, Burger. and God, then I am on Fuck. I am on Jordan Spieth, Xander, and my guy Cam Smith. This was actually my third time using Cam Smith, and again, you know, a sexy pick that I thought about was his teammate Mark Leishman. I mean, he's great, but it would have been my last time picking Leishman. But I'm going with the Aussie. I'm going with Cam Smith, and I like. I like the picks, which means they're going to suck dick this week. Okay, so <laughs> this is perfect then. So, like, one more player that we haven't really talked about, if you can, on the, off the top of your head, who you kind of think, like, no one's really talking about him or he wasn't in a featured group, and I'll start. I'll go with Tony Finau. I can kind of see Tony that's setting up for him, and he's kind of going in a little under the radar. Okay. Just watch out for Big Tone. Man, I'm hoping my OSU cowboy poke. Yeah. Victor, 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 Norway. Victor, the nan from Norway. Well, okay, yes. I'll take those, and I'm gonna just say people forget who the number one player in the world is. Oh, the man with guy? the golden nose is flying Fuck awfully, yeah. awfully low under that radar. So, um, I mean, DJ is the kind of guy who can just when you think he's fucking done or he can't contend, it, oh, he's not that good at chipping. DJ might be the guy to fucking beat. He is number one in the world. Who knows? So, Isn't yeah. he from that area, South Carolina? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. all his he's, connects are there. You know, he's he a, might <laughs> get into a little trouble if you know what I mean. He's he's especially little, if he misses the cut. <laughs> slightly trashier part, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is too rich for DJs. <laughs> Better drugs. Yeah, exactly. Think, yeah, it's not yellow meth. With, yellow blow. Without taking without taking the attention away, you think DJ like bought his parents a nice house, or you think they still live in a trailer? I mean, <laughs> that's terrible. Jay, reading reading words are looking at me like I, worse than what I when I talked about fake baptizing. Myself. Well, no, they probably got him like a couple like really nice like SUVs in front of a trailer house. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. In a boat. On a boat. In a boat. For sure. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, perfect. What else you got, Johnny? Anything good? Okay, you boys, everybody has got to come check out Mosaic Dispensary, 3703 Northwestern Avenue, the fucking dopest place, best weed anywhere in the city, awesome storefront. Um, Shit, you can go grab a beer next door at Cock of the Walk if you want to, but this is the place to be if you're going to be just north of Western on, or just north of 36th on Western. Yeah, come on in and say hi. Oh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for having us, Rito pleasure as always uh enjoy the golf this week and keep your head down you can't drink like me you can't smoke like me let's party together (laughs) oh my goodness oh wow in your life have you seen anything like